Hello and welcome to the Emmanuel Croydon podcast. At Emmanuel Croydon, we exist to be a community drawn together by our desire to know and follow Jesus. We long to become disciples of Jesus who are equipped to serve him in the whole of life, transforming families, communities and workplaces as we love God with heart, mind, soul and strength. We hope you enjoy this week's talk from the evening service. Thank you for joining us today. Grace and peace to you. Evening, everyone. I wanted to spend a few minutes with you this evening thinking about those words from Psalm 51. Thank you, Ben, so much for leading us uh, in worship. We've been thinking about confession, and particularly in this period of Lent, it's a period of penitence, a period where we think about our sin, and an inevitable part of that is how we come to the Lord with those things that we know we've done wrong. Now, if you've been coming to this church for any length of time, you'll have seen that pretty much every time we meet, we have a confession. That is a formal period of time where we, we think about what the ways in which we have not honored God, and we confess those, we speak of those to God, and then we receive the assurance of forgiveness. And I wanted to say a few words today about why we do that and how we do that, particularly as we come into Lent. And I want to base it on these words from Psalm 51 that we heard so beautifully read to us. They come uh, from a psalm, and if you've got a Bible near you, it's on 577 in your pew Bibles, or find it on your phone, you'll really be helped by this. Psalm 51 has a little superscript, like uh, lots of the Psalms do, that tells us that it was when the prophet Nathan came to him after David had committed adultery with Bathsheba. Now, if you know the story, that's not half the half of it. Uh, David sent Uriah, Bathsheba's husband, off to the front lines to get killed. David had done something absolutely awful, unthinkable. And then he writes this Psalm. What do we learn? Number one, we come to confession confident in God. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love. According to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions. We ask for mercy confident in the unfailing love of God. Now, when we talk about the love of God, We're not talking about the kind of love that's a bit sort of wishy-washy and doesn't really care and, you know, the carpet's got plenty of space under it so we can just stick it under there. We're talking about a love that is unfailingly committed. A love that is for you and me in the long haul. And that makes a huge difference for us as we start, as we come to confession. I wonder whether you've ever been in trouble. I guess is at some stage you probably have in your life. Do you remember that how it feels you coming to the, you know, uh, furious head teacher, or perhaps the irrational boss? And one of the difficulties about confession is that sometimes we import something of that experience into these moments of confession, and we imagine God unlike He actually is. We come to Him a little bit like to the unpredictable line manager. And we sort of wonder, I wonder which side of the bed he fell out of today. 
we wonder, is today the day when he says, all right, that's enough. This far you go, but no further. I'm not, I've had it. I've had it with you. It's easy to think of the Lord like that. And yet, David comes to him as the one who has unfailing love. Absolutely committed. There is nothing we can bring to him that means his commitment to us will falter. He's unfailingly merciful. So, as we're able to begin our confession shortly, we we begin it confident of the outcome. And that is such a great thing. When we know that the Lord will forgive us, now, that brings us on to our second point, we're able to be honest about ourselves. Confident in God. Secondly, honest about ourselves. I know my transgressions, says David. Confession is an opportunity to be honest about ourselves. Now, when I look out at this wonderful sea of people here, I, I don't find myself confronted very obviously with a gallery of villains. But none of us would claim that we've kept God's law perfectly, would we? That we love him and one another with all our heart, mind, soul, strength. All of us have fallen short. And there is a great temptation in life in general, isn't there, to pretend and to work quite hard to pretend that basically we are actually really, really pretty good people, fundamentally actually excellent, really top-notch. And to try to hide the bits that aren't like that. Confession is an opportunity to drop the facade, to stop pretending, to be honest about our failings. And I find that just one of the most wonderfully refreshing things to be able to do in the world in which we live. We're honest about ourselves. We're confident in God. We're honest about ourselves. We're serious about sin. We're serious about sin. Sin is not a joke. It's not a quaint, old-fashioned, but slightly kind of trivial thing that people used to get exercised about. It's a serious spiritual problem. This psalm talks about being cleansed and washed. He says, against you, you only, have I sinned. It's kind of a surprising thing to say, isn't it? If you know the story, you might think, well, against God only? How about against Uriah or Bathsheba or your entire army or your whole people? But David knows that sin is serious because it's against the Lord. Because everything in this world belongs to his. Because his laws are given to us in a world that belongs to him. And so we're serious about him. We're serious about sin. And finally, we're looking for a turnaround. We're confident in God. We're honest about ourselves. We're serious about sin. But we're looking for a turnaround. I wonder whether you, as you read the, the psalm, you began to feel that turnaround. And this is one of the deepest joys of the Christian life. Verse 11. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. We confess our sins looking for a turnaround. There is a time to look, look at the, the spiritual horror the offense, the, the darkness of our sin. But we don't do it just to stay there and, and to wallow there or to get caught there. We look, it for, we look for a turnaround to come out of the sadness and despair of sin and guilt and look 
to the freedom, to the release on the other side. We believe that when we come honestly to the Lord, when we're serious about our sin, when we realize that there's a need for change, when all of that comes out of us, it meets on the other side the overwhelming kindness of God. And that kindness turns us around with joy. The joy of knowing we're saved. We have nothing to fear. Nothing to fear even in eternity when we meet our maker. That the Lord Jesus has suffered the punishment that we deserve. That he's, he's, he's been cast out of God's presence so we never have to be cast out. And we can once again find healing and restoration in our Father's arms. So we're looking for a turnaround. Well, with those thoughts, I'm going to just take a moment of quiet. And then in a moment, I'm going to lead us together in the words of a confession. One more thing just to say before I go on. Usually, in uh, Church of England liturgy, you have a confession and what we historically call an absolution. Very shortly after you say, Lord, these, these are my sins, I'm really sorry about them. It is a minister's duty to declare forgiveness. And I take that very, very seriously. It's the most important thing I think I can do each Sunday. Look everyone in the eye and say, I believe in, in the death of the Lord Jesus. You're released. You're free, as am I. Today, that's going to come at the end. Okay? That just gives us a little bit longer to think about where we are. But we're looking to that moment where we, are, where we receive the assurance of forgiveness. So, a moment of quiet. We say together, Lord God, we have sinned against you. We have done evil in your sight. We are sorry and repent. Have mercy on us according to your love. Wash away our wrongdoing and cleanse us from our sin. Renew a right spirit within us and restore us to the joy of your salvation. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Emmanuel Croydon podcast. For more information about our church and everything we have going on, visit our website, emmanuelcroydon.org.uk. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram to see and hear what's going on in the life of our church. God bless you and have a wonderful week.